0: Hello, dear readers, and welcome to my podcast. Um, I haven't done one of these for ages, and if I was like a proper serious blogger and podcaster, I would apologise for that. But I'm not, so I guess you get what you're given. All right, let's get to it. I haven't done one of these since July, I think. July! July! Of course, I expect... All of the older questions I've been asked have long been resolved by now. I hope so anyway. Right, let's get to it. Hello. <laughs> so, I'm completely new to BDSM. I'm 22-year-old female and I have a dom. I have no experience, not even with another female, and I'm extremely rebellious but I want to learn how to let my guard down enough to where I could be a better submissive. Do you have any advice? I do, of course. (laughs) Um, I don't really think that you learn how to let your guard down. I think that your guard will come down as you start to trust her. So my advice is this. Take your time, read lots. If you're a sociable sort, get out into your local community. Choose seeing friends online or in real life well. And this is also that you get some input outside of your relationship. Your dom shouldn't be the only source of information for you. The wider the better. Inside of your relationship, talk to your dom. Let her know what your concerns are. If you have ideas on how she can help you to feel safe enough to let your guard down, then talk to her about those things also. Give her a chance... To prove to you that letting your guard down and doing what she wants in your dynamic are things that will work well, both for you and for the relationship. I wish you the best of luck. Next one. Hi there, Ferns. I would really like some advice. My goddess, whom I sincerely appreciate and worship so very much, has asked me to source some femdom videos for her pleasure. She wants videos that have been produced to appeal to a dominant, sadistic woman. She wants to see hot, good-looking guys get humiliated and tortured and does not want to see a hot young girl that is there to satisfy male masturbatory fantasies. I've searched and found nothing. Sad face. Please tell me, let me know if you have any advice as to where I could find such material, if it exists at all. Thank you very much, Michael. Hello, Michael. I find most femdom porn unappealing, so I don't go looking for it. Perhaps my readers can point you to some gems, but I'm afraid I really don't know. Good luck with that, though. Next one, I'm in a relationship with a submissive male, which by default makes me dominant. I had never considered this as my primary role before, but I'm enjoying myself more than I expected. The only problem is that when he tells me I can do anything to him that I want to do, I'm at a loss for ideas. We've been switching for some time now, but we're at the point of really exploring his submissiveness. Where do I get ideas for ways we can play? I'm not sure him being submissive makes you dominant by default, but that being as it may, if you're looking for ideas, um, play ideas, Google BDSM checklist. Find one that allows you both to rate activities on a scale. Many have pages and pages of play ideas. And each of you fills it out and then... You have a look at both of them and you start with the ones that you both rated as a five. You both think they're super hot, you both think they're super fun and that's where you start. And then you start to, I mean, there should be plenty of those and then you maybe you can indulge one where he's a five and you've put maybe a three just to see how it feels for you and then maybe you try one where it's a five for you and maybe a three for him and you play around like that. They're endless, those lists. Another idea is for him to write out realistic fantasies for you, which might give you ideas from which to pick things. This is great for getting a sense of how he wants to feel versus things he wants to do. And while those two things can be related, sometimes they're not. Like if you have an activity, like pegging, say... There are many, many ways that someone wants to feel from that activity and those fantasies can give you more insight into that sort of thing so that you can come up with something that works for both of you. hope it goes well. Ferns, I genuinely enjoy you. (laughs) Thank you. Your writing is always so thoughtful and helpful. In your last Q&A podcast, you said something along the lines of, I don't know if this is as helpful as my writings because I think much more about what to write. I personally prefer your podcast format. You just can't write the tone and inflection that comes across in your podcast. I'm not sure if this is good or bad, but to me you sound much better in your more candid Q&A podcast than in your passage readings, such as the couch, nano snippet, etc. You just sound more happy, seductive, fun and real. I'm on the other side of the world, so we'll likely never meet, but I just had to tell, let you know that I think that you're awesome. I hope that you're doing incredibly well from some guy 27. What a sweet thing to write. Thank you so much. I'm glad you enjoyed the podcasts and get something out of them. And yeah, the Q and A type audio is a very different beast from a reading because I tend to just riff, and that gives a more conversational tone, I think. It's much more like having a conversation with myself like a crazy person. (laughs) And I make myself laugh like a crazy person also. I really appreciate you taking the time to drop me such a lovely note. Thank you. The next one. Why are dominant women so intelligent? A beautiful and intelligent woman is irresistible. Because we are all required to be tested for intelligence and if someone doesn't pass, they get kicked out and the cabal takes back your dom card. I mean, we got to have standards. Am I right? Am I right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sub in South Africa says... Definite yes, capitals, to strap on for birthday nude, please. (laughs) Just for you. I'll put a link to it in the transcript. Dear Ferns, I haven't written you in ages. Unfortunately, I come to you as a woman burned... I have for the last four years been attempting to build a lifestyle. I have not been successful. I always end up evaluating my own behaviour and attempting to see what I missed. This last boy would have been my true first, and despite attempting in all ways to communicate and remain assertive, it failed in silence. He then went on a spree about me on life. My name is ruined and I'm still in the early years. My heart hurts and I feel I have no one else to speak with about this. I am no longer a member there and have pretty much shut myself away, at least for a while. He is well known by a few people I know, and they have shunned me. What do I do? (sighs) Hello there. I'm so sorry you're dealing with this. I'm not quite sure if you also emailed me, but I got a very similar note to this in my email. So if it wasn't you or even if it was, unfortunately you can rest assured that you aren't the only one. Sad but true. I I do think that DS makes us more vulnerable to terribleness from partners on both sides of the slash because of the nature of it. When people are angry and hurt, they can react in terrible ways. And there isn't a lot you can do about it either. You can be the bigger person and offer sincerely to talk to him about it and try and sort it out. I wouldn't do that alone, one-on-one with him. I would do it with some impartial third-party present. Now, if he is hell-bent on just telling lies about you and he is doing that on purpose because he's a nasty, nasty person versus because he's angry and hurt and genuinely feels wronged Somehow, then that's the last thing he'll want to do, of course. You said you... Hopefully wherever you are is big enough that you can ignore him and avoid him. Block him everywhere you can. Don't engage at all. Act with the same integrity and honesty that you always have. Don't badmouth him and don't retaliate. Those who know you or get to know you and are privy to his stories... We'll we'll see soon enough that it just isn't true. And even the people who believe him now, there's a point at which that story becomes either a fiction and they realise that, or it begins to fade into history and people forget and forgive. If he is gathering some kind of huge group of support, you know, against you, which is an awful, awful, I mean, high schoolish type thing, right, then my advice is still the same. If, if people ask you about it, just say that it isn't true, that you had a bad breakup and you aren't interested in engaging with in discussions about him. Be kind about him, always. Don't do anything to hit back, if you know what I mean. Even when it's hard and you're angry, hopefully you've got some outlet, even if it's online friends, where you can rant and you know, vent and give voice to your feelings, or maybe just even write it out for yourself in a journal or somewhere just to get it out of your head. I am so sorry that you're dealing with this. It's Unfair, and it's awful, and I really hope that you can get through it. I'm sending positive thoughts anyway. The next um, note that came through in my um, ask me is in Norwegian. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and read it anyway. I do apologize <laughs> to any Norwegian people who. Hear this, and are horrified da fin profil parfait life og liker din dom still og din crop mm. <laughs> my fellas glade i den from perth <laughs> I'll bet you if you are Norwegian, you just go, What the hell was that well the- tra- you can have a look in the transcript if you want to try and translate it the next one (laughs) does Sydney University do anything nowadays (laughs) except ceaselessly monitor and analyse kinky profiles on the internet also, why is it that they're lear- what, what is it that they're learning now in their fortieth month that they didn't already figure out in the previous thirty <laughs> nine? I believe this is their primary activity and has been for many years. I don't expect their focus to change anytime soon. I mean, the published papers that have come out of it have been. Oh wait. Hmm. <laughs> Hey, Sydney University, where are all those published papers containing all the kinky photos and a gazillion pages of dross from people's profiles, huh? Huh? (laughs) I wrote a piece on the Sydney University warnings. Still makes me laugh. I'll link it in the transcript. The next one says, I don't really have a question yet. If you don't mind my saying, a person could absolutely fall in love with you solely through your words. Hmm, that sounds bad, yet I didn't delete the comment. It's a true statement. But I'm not <laughs> proclaiming my love. <clears throat> anyway, I have to admit it is nice to read about your dates with your prey. However, it leaves me with an odd feeling of jealousy. I was finished reading the post with a smile and then suddenly the green monster crept up my back and whispered silly things into my ear. I would like the opportunity to get to know you better. If this pleases you, then I would be honoured. Thank you for your time. Well, hello, sweet anonymous asker person. Um, I will say, <laughs> because this is after the fact, that the writer did actually send me an email with a return address on it in order to get to know me better, outside of the seductive words on my blog. And so, yeah, we have been emailing somewhat. So good on you, sweet anonymous ask-a-person. All right, I'm going to call it there. That's nearly 20 minutes. There are more questions, but because I've been so slow... Um, I'm going to save them for another post rather than do some huge 40-minute thing. I mean, how big is your appetite anyway? This way you can have a 20-minute block, then you can have a little rest, go get a drink, (laughs) go to the toilet, have some wine, and then you can come back for the rest. And if you want to ask me a question, you can go to my blog and there's an Ask Me page there. And I really appreciate your questions, even though I am horrendously slow at responding to them. I will probably put the second part up very shortly. So until then, dear readers, I'll speak to you later.